Check one, two, one, two, one. Hey, hey, Ooh. dang, that was good. What's good, y'all? It's your girl Bianca, and welcome back to yet another episode of Are You Alone? But what I'm actually asking you is, are you achieving life on natural euphoria? So I hope you guys liked my little introduction. I'm working on my new EP that's going to be dropping soon. So now I'm just playing. Uh, I had it in my headphones going. So I was deciding whether or not I cut it. So right now, if you're confused, it's because I cut it and you're like, what are you even talking about? But hopefully you did like it. I think I'm going to keep it though. Anyways, what's good? How's it? How are all of you doing? I'd like to think that y'all would actually say what's really on your mind if you're listening to this, I don't know, alone or with other people. You're like, oh, you know, like, it's not the whole, oh, I'm good. Oh, I'm fine. Like, say it with your chest. Let me know how you're really feeling. You know, text me maybe or I don't know, just say it out loud. Maybe that will help. Um, put, you know, just realize the feelings that you're going through right now. But, you know. If you are actually doing well, then I am for real happy for you because like I had said, we're all on our own grinds that got its own twists and turns compared to others. It's that whole complete versus complete mindset, if y'all know what I mean. So if you have listened to my previous episode, then you should know what that's all about. But if you haven't yet, don't sweat it because you can go check it out after this episode, maybe on your walk home or walking around the block get your daily exercise in um maybe your drive or maybe while you're just sitting and chilling in like a coffee shop or something or a bar oh my god look at that (laughs) um but just know that if you are listening i appreciate you for your support just along this journey of ours However, I am just going to get real, like just straight into this week's episode because for today I am talking about accountability. I will be talking about it on a much more broader spectrum, but truthfully it plays a role individually, meaning take some time to reflect and maybe just consider how accountability may affect you or others and the circumstances that you are currently in. So if you're on social media, if you watch TV, if you've literally like just, you know, had any type of interaction with the media, then you should know that this past weekend, Joe Biden and Miss Kamala Harris had won the 2020 presidential election. So congratulations to them. Ooh, yeah. But... A special congratulations to the people for truly making it happen. 
There was a lot of encouragement that was going on this past week to register to vote, to go and mail in your ballot, and then there was also things to go, you know, if you didn't have the mail-in option, then to encourage others to go into the voting centers and to vote. So for real, give y'all like a pat on the back, take a shot, do whatever you gotta do, but like big shout out and congratulations to you because this was a big, well done job by y'all. Now, I just want to make it clear that this episode is not intended to focus solely on politics and the election, and it's not just because I don't want to dive into specific talk regarding each party, especially because it is very clear to see that there is a noticeable split within our country right now, but it's because for me, as I sit on it a little bit more, I realize that I need to educate myself more on specific matters in order to have that in-depth conversation. And this is me just holding myself accountable for the lack of knowledge on certain matters. Now, this lack of knowledge can come from many things. How I was brought up, the geographic location in which I live in. I'm from the West Coast, so I mean, if y'all saw the map this weekend, then y'all know what's up. But, um, but there's also generational, social, and cultural awareness and or lack of, so unawareness. But whatever the case may be, as a person and as myself, I do have the choice to learn and unlearn certain things. And the decision to do so is going to be made by me and myself. And as I'm speaking to others, the choice to learn and unlearn things are also the decisions made by yourself. Once again, if you're catching on, this is not only accountability on my own end, but it's also me holding y'all accountable and extending it towards you. So the reason I had brought up the election is because right after the announcement of Joe Biden surpassing his 270 votes, um, I don't know if anyone, you know, if you don't know, just know that this election made history with the most votes going towards a candidate. But what I had saw after Joe Biden surpassed his votes and had won, um, I saw a lot of tweets that were going on around Twitter. And these tweets involved um, kind of the, the theme or the subject of, although Biden had won the election, does not mean that we've won the fight just quite yet. And I was like, yes. You know, I just had woke up. My mom came in the room and was like, we have a new president. And I was like, oh, what? So I just woke up. I'm scrolling through Twitter, seeing things like this. And I'm like, yes. I was like, yes, retweet. But also seeing these tweets had me thinking. And it it had me thinking for a while. Because, you know, if you all follow me on Instagram, I posted a question a little bit later in the day. But the question that I had posted was accompanied by a political cartoon illustrated by Dave Grunlin. And to give you all an idea of what it looked like, it was a picture of cement letters that read USA. And it had cracks on it, but it also had citizens attempting to fix those cracks to put the letters back together with a tube of post-election cement. Now, I felt that this was a symbolic picture that really emphasized my question of what must we hold ourselves accountable to post-election? Now, I got a few answers back, some that said to continue to fight for equality. And then I also had another one that had said actual, legitimate, progressive change. So, 
that also got me thinking as well. That thinking had led me to this vague list that I want to touch on for today that involves a lot of social, environmental, cultural, economic, and political topics. However, I want to save the more in-depth conversations surrounding those topics for when I have people featured on some of my episodes. And the only reason I say I want to have more of these in-depth conversations is because, you know, there's my list is very broad. But there's so much that like branches off of these topics that you could really go into that I think it needs more, I guess you could say, opinions or thoughts on it rather than just my own. I think these conversations are actually very interesting and I do like to hear what people have to say and what their views are. So anyways, like I had said, my list is a very broad one, but it, it consists of three, three topics the environment, racism, and equality. Now, I only say right now because I believe it can expand the more I attempt to further my knowledge about life and the reality that happens within it, but I just list these three ideologies because I have noticed that these have been the most prevalent within our society these past few years. So in regards to the environment, there has been a noticeable change within our climate. If you know you do keep up with some of the news, then a few years back, I think around in like 2017, um, running into 2018, the Great Barrier Reef started to partially die due to bleaching. Uh, the amount of wildfires and hurricanes occurring, not only nationally, so not the ones that were just happening along the West Coast as far as the wildfires and then the hurricanes amongst the East Coast and a little bit more down South, but it's been happening internationally as well you know the wildfires in australia and there was recently a typhoon in the philippines however i do want to touch on the young icon many of you know her by greta thunberg um side note i did see her when she came to iowa and was just talking and you know this young little 16 year old was just so eloquent so poised and empowering for her age i really i just couldn't handle it i was like like yes like oh you go girl and I was just stunned because at 16 my biggest concern was the F I had in Espanol class <laughs> all right but anyways moving on and moving forward uh, racism the amount of racial injustices that are going on Breonna Taylor y'all better know her name and you better know her story by now the amount of BLM protests that are happening nationally. Incarcerated inmates. The ratio between races. The falsely accused cases. Sentencing and the time allotted for some of those inmates. Immigration, as well as indigenous people in their sacred land. Moving on to equality. Healthcare. Who has access to it and who doesn't? This has been especially shown with the pandemic at hand. The amount and the rate of employment and unemployment. Who was affected the most and who had to go back to work when the first phases were put into action? LGBTQ plus and women's rights. Now, like I had said, these are vague topics, but they're prevalent. You can go really deep into each one of these. Personally, I know I can, but 
These topics and more are the cracks in the cement USA sculpture that I had described in that political cartoon earlier. These topics are what are causing the divide within our nation. Now, I had watched an interview between Miss Oprah Winfrey and Miss Ava DuVernay, who is an American film director who had produced films and series such as 13th, When They See Us, A Wrinkle in Time, Selma, and much more beautiful work. The interview between the two was about the documentary 13th, in which Miss Ava DuVernay had said something that really stuck with me. Now, I don't really remember what it was word for word, and I did try to go and find the interview online. However, I couldn't find the specific spot, but I do remember that it revolved around the idea of how reformation has occurred in our society. She had described reformation as putting a band-aid over a giant hemorrhaging wound. Then it provides a temporary stop to the bleeding, but it's not going to fix the wound. She then reverts to the idea of reformation as the idea of reconstruction. Instead of slapping a band-aid on this wound, let's take the time to assess the situation and be able to provide the proper care and attention it needs. I thought it was such a subtle and realistic comparison that could really help us put things into a much larger perspective. Leave the band-aid on that hoe and nothing's gonna change. If anything, that shit gonna get infected and potentially spread. Now, it could even get to the point where you might have to amputate it because it got so effed up to a point where it just no longer exists. I know it sounds excessive, but it's true. And this goes the same for the crumbling USA sculpture. Don't fix that thing with duct tape. Glue it back together with cement or shit that's stronger than Gorilla Glue. Because if you don't, that stuff's going to crumble, it's going to fall, and it's going to be rubble. But now, this is where I come back to accountability amongst one another. It needs to be held not only by others, but within ourselves. I had mentioned earlier about the choice to learn and unlearn things. If you're unaware of certain matters or you don't know too much about it, don't be so quick to reject others because of the fear of being uneducated. Drop your damn pride and be open and considerate to the change that is happening around us every day. When people spread awareness about topics, it's not to overstep boundaries. It may feel like it, but if you actually look at it from a much larger perspective, spreading awareness is a first step to creating knowledge upon the issue at hand. And I can compare it to this damn COVID virus that has created this pandemic that we all have been sitting through. Awareness of symptoms. We now know that the heavy chest, coughing, sore throat can be caused by the virus. Awareness of how it spreads. We now know to wear a mask and to social distance at least six feet. Awareness that toilet paper wasn't what we necessarily needed to survive this pandemic. We now know not to empty the toilet paper aisle at the store. Awareness that not washing your hands or having a sense of hygiene allows us to now know it can cause a pandemic. Truthfully, I hope people knew that already prior to this, but if they hadn't, now you do. Wash your hands, stay safe, be clean. Overall, for this episode, I'm not trying to take away from Biden's victory. 
because it was a big job done by the people. But what I am trying to do is hold not only myself, but others accountable as well. Now we better not make Biden the band-aid we slap on the wound. The wound that is hemorrhaging with issues that surround climate change, racism, equality, and more. It's obvious how much change we as people are capable of, hence the amount of voters for this presidential election. This is our time to make the change needed. This is our time to be those doctors that work on the wound, to assess what is going on, to be able to educate others and ourselves, and to provide the proper surgery America needs. At the end of the day, we have to realize that there's going to be a scar or a noticeable line where the cracks once were. See, the efforts to heal are not going to be pretty, and it's going to take time to fix and to heal. But what it is going to do is it's going to serve as a reminder. A reminder of how bad and ugly things could have been, but aren't because of the efforts to make things better. A reminder that we were once hurt, but we were able to come out strong, better than ever, with more knowledge than we once had before. So people, let's not get to the point where we can't return where we can't heal, and where we can no longer exist within one another. Because if it's any consolation that this election has proved, it's that the people can truly make a difference. Now, I have said this in a previous episode. Actions speak much louder than words. So, I'm gonna need y'all to hold me accountable as I'm speaking to you all about this right now. And if y'all gonna hold me accountable, I'm gonna do the same for you. So y'all better suit up and learn how to fix this hemorrhage because it is time for healing. My intention for this episode was to implement the idea of holding ourselves and others accountable for our action. If we are serious about change, then we must accept the moment of being uneducated to then become educated. It's going to take time and you're going to have to have a lot of patience, but it will be worth it. I understand that some of the things I have talked about are controversial and that some may agree or disagree with the things that I have spoken on today. And for me, that's 100% okay. Because like I had said, there's more to be educated on, so educate me. Because I'm open to listening to the awareness you would like to spread. Because once again, the spreading of awareness is the creation of of knowledge you know some of the things that we talk about it is easy to maybe offend one another or to hurt someone's feelings or you really feel like you're being targeted that's not my aim and that's not my goal the goal for me though is to make others think about certain things from a different perspective and to be able to take a step into someone else's shoes for once to maybe understand something that they are going through But this concludes yet another episode of Are You Alone? Next week, I will not be dropping a new episode because I have some special things that I'm cooking up for y'all. So that's gonna take some time and some attention. But meanwhile, go catch up on some of the other episodes. And if you are all caught up, I appreciate you more than you know. However, you can keep up with Are You Alone on Instagram at AYA underscore podcast and on Facebook at the Are You Alone follow page. My name is Bianca, and as we continue our journey, all I ask is that you do your best to achieve life on natural euphoria.